and welcome to another consciously consumed episode of We <laughs> Only Look Thin. I am Katherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. I have lost over 120 pounds and wow. kept it off for half a decade. And I don't know. <laughs> Whoa. That sounds like more than five years. It does. That's so much more impressive. Half <laughs> a decade. Half a decade. Yeah. Uh, I am a Tiny Habit Certified Coach, a Thrive Global Certified Coach. Yeah. And uh, with me today is... Donald Weigel. And I am half a host of this show. No, I'm one half of the hosts of this show. And I have lost about 100 pounds and kept it off for about half a decade. Oh, whoa. Yeah, and I'm uh, I'm like half a, over half a century old oh. also. That makes me sound ancient, doesn't it? Oh, it, it does. Doesn't I know. it I re- make me sound like, like my bones are about to turn I remember dust? when I, I think when I turned 25, it was like quarter century woman. What? And yeah. now it happens. A century. Wait a minute. No, half a century sounds like like a lot. Hey, yeah. old man. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I probably shouldn't attack any of our listeners who are also uh, half a centenarians. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the right term is for me, it. Me either. I think they take centrum. Is that like centrum <laughs> silver? That's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We're, we're okay. So we're going back for a second. A little while ago, I had Donald reframe something because someone treated him nicely and he was annoyed by it. And I I said that maybe he was deferring to someone who was older and Donald didn't appreciate that very much. I'm just saying. But then the other day, someone let me go first and Donald made sure to tell me it was probably because I was older. Because of how old you are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So just to – I have have an issue where where, uh, someone is standing – closer to the doors of an elevator and then it opens and the person steps back and holds their hand it's out like, after for, you for you for me to go first centenarian like, just get off the <laughs> elevator i w- we would both be off if you had just left the elevator so, instead of instead of you know gracing me with the ability to get off first yeah because, just laying because down it it feels like they're trying to say they're better than me see and i asked him to reframe it yeah and he was like well what is there to reframe and i was like well maybe you're just old and yeah. he was being deferential yeah. so uh so apparently I'm, I'm trying very hard to uh to get past this yeah and, and if to that reframe and make it a, if make that it person a was positive. you explain yourself but yeah you know what? I have another surprise bit of content before we move on to the oh, no. episode. I have more hummingbird chatter to, <laughs> to share. Oh, for those the of you- The listeners were clamoring oh, for it. They were well, like, oh my goodness, please, more hummingbird de- updates. Dear friend- that was all we heard for the last couple of weeks. Friend of the show- uh, Walt Chum, uh, Walt Inspiration Carla actually sent me a private message saying, please tell me you're not actually feeding corn syrup <laughs> corn to syrup, the hummingbirds. That's right. But I had a revelation. And, and bef- you're not, right? No, I'm just, not. Let's just go on record and say you're not feeding not. corn syrup. Yeah. No, and I'm actually not, not just on record, but like it, it didn't actually happen. Yeah. So it's fine. But I made an actual realization on this very day before we recorded this podcast. Yeah. A hummingbird came up. And I actually saw it this time. Okay. Yeah, she wasn't just gaslighting no. me into thinking there was a hummingbird. No. Okay. I actually saw a hummingbird. It it was a hummingbird, and it rudely was enjoying the nectar from the flowers below yeah, it the was, hummingbird it, it feeder. It was eating the plant that the hummingbird feeder is next to, not, yeah. not anything out of the hummingbird feeder. And then it but it, it came over and it, said hello. It occurred to me, as I was looking at it, actually, yeah. just afterward, I was like, 
which would you prefer, a juicy orange or orange juice from a carton? Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. That hummingbird is living the California dream, actually having nectar from a real flower instead yeah, of garbage maybe water. It came for the nectar that's in the feeder and it stayed for the nectar from the actual flower. Yeah. So, like, yeah. it's just, I'm like, I'm a bird enjoying juice from an actual flower instead of your janky stuff that you got at the DIY center. So, yeah. it just occurred to me, it was a metaphor for life that maybe uh, I should just be happy that there are hummingbirds in the world and stop trying to dictate how they enjoy themselves. Oh, they, right. You, <laughs> Which is a problem in my life in yeah, general. Telling, so, telling people how they should be enjoying themselves is definitely a problem. But I bought it you should enjoy it right, see i'm right. all right i'm not a good shepherd of hummingbirds this was like um you know uh you buy a gift for a kid but they play with the box right like instead of the actual gift so this is a big life lesson to me that maybe i will uh i will do some journaling about but uh but but speaking of things i don't know we're just gonna change subjects now you had mentioned uh, at the opener of this, you had mentioned in a roundabout way that this was a consciously consumed yes. episode. And when I think of consciously consuming things, I imagine myself as Pac-Man <laughs> and that I'm just eating like that the little dots are the dots. all the food yeah. and that's me eating it. And then the ghosts are like super treats. Like when they turn blue, delicious and I'm super those. treats. Uh, that's oh the God, conscious oh consumption that I'm aware of. What are you referring to? Well, what I'm I'm referring to, and I'm actually, as you are saying, Pac-Man. I'm imagining that Pac-Man is eating away the months, every day oh, of the yeah. year. Mark, 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 mark. He is. <laughs> Wow, that's a really good pack. I'm very, very good at that. Yeah. yeah. No, I should definitely that, that be a That was Foley not artist. a sound effects full. What? Folks, that sound is coming was, from my body. Yeah, <laughs> Catherine made that Pac-Man sound. Wow. Anyway, uh, you might have noticed, if you are in the U.S. of A, that the uh, the day that this is coming out uh, happens upon Labor Day oh, yeah. in America. Uh, good old Labor Day. Uh, it is September. It is also sort of the as Gretchen Rubin would say, sort of the new new year for uh, America. Yeah, like second new year. Like yeah. like Ryan Seacrest's like Labor Day Rockin' Eve Woo! just happened and we all stayed up and, and like till midnight and watched the the ball drop. Yeah. You know, the the secondary one. This yeah. one this one's the lesser in, known. <laughs> this one's in Dallas. Yeah. Not in New York. Yeah. Yeah. So Gretchen Rubin talks about the new school year being also a sort of new year and an opportunity to reevaluate our goals and our habits. We don't have to wait until new year, uh, the real new year, not the fake one that we've just created yeah. uh, for this, this episode. We don't need to wait until the new year to really do uh, an assessment of our habits. Doesn't that sound like fun homework on it, Labor Day it weekend? It sounds amazing. So, um, and just remember, New Year's is a social construct. <laughs> Yeah, man. It's created by big, big New Year greeting Clock. card. Yeah. yeah. Or probably champagne companies. Yeah, um, probably. Yeah. Delicious. So they'd be, maybe they'd be happy to have a second New Year maybe. In, in, uh, in September. That would be good. <laughs> maybe we should partner up with them and see where this <laughs> with takes champagne, us. With yeah. champagne. Or what is it? The... the uh, the champagne of beers. Yeah, which one is that? yeah. I Michelob think that it was Michelob. Or, yeah, I think it was Michelob. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look it up later. We will yeah, look it up the later. The champagne of beers. But 
What we are hoping uh, to impart upon you is that this is a good opportunity to assess your uh, the rest of the year for yourself. And for me, I realized, and, and this is sort of how it came up, I realized that I have been really enjoying audiobooks this year, which is oh, yeah. great. Uh, but I prefer thrillers and lots of murdering things that happen and things where I gasp, but I have not actually really been uh, listening to a lot of inspirational books or podcasts recently, Yeah, uh, which is, an, for me, you're listening to this, so thank you for that. Yeah. But I realized I hadn't listened to any inspirational podcasts myself because I can only listen to me so much, just like <laughs> Donald can only listen to me so much. So there's a, a podcast that I listen to occasionally called School of Self-Image with Tanya Lee and an episode called Conscious Consumption caught my beautiful blue eyes. Yeah, very beautiful blue <laughs> eyes. Um, and I have two things to say. First of all, number one, uh, this just in, the champagne of beers is Miller High Life. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank I just, you. Wow. I just, I just looked it up on the internet. Okay. Um, and then secondly, uh, because this episode caught your beautiful blue eyes, uh, it therefore uh, became my homework yeah, to listen I, to it. Yeah. Um, no. I, and, and I listened to it. And it really, it, it, was really eye-opening and I think, um, you know, a, a great topic for us to discuss through the lens, you know, our lens of, uh, of weight loss and fitness. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm really glad that I listened to it. And, you know, I sometimes forget Catherine, um, you know, had told the story of you know, basically hitting rock bottom before the two of us kind of started on this journey. Fun and, stuff. <laughs> and, yeah, super fun stuff. Um, but, you know, you had basically said to yourself, all of the voices, all of the things that are in my life right now, they're not working. Yeah. And and so you needed some new voices in your head. Exactly. I definitely knew that what I was doing wasn't working and it it really occurred to me sort of like an apple falling on Newton's head. I think that happened. Did that actually happen or is that a I, I wide don't know scale? if it really happened or not, but that's what we were His always wooden told, teeth in, told in grade fell school. On, no, yeah, that was and George Washington. And that made him think about gravity, yeah. Exactly. So I decided I needed new inspiration. And then it occurred to me, maybe there are things in the world that would inspire me other than myself feeling sad for myself. Yeah. So so in other words, Catherine consciously decided to consume new ideas, new information, and get some new voices in her head to try and steer her in a different direction because – you know, the same things that she had been consuming over and over again, the same ideas, the same, uh, the same books, the same, uh, podcasts, the same, you know, influences hadn't worked before, you know, the same diet plans hadn't worked before. And so she decided to consciously consume different things. Yeah. So, um, and, and just when you think Donald and Catherine, you're not doctors, could you reference, <laughs> is there a doctor that you could reference that would actually support what you're talking about right now? Yeah, the um, uh, the podcast Tanya Lee mentions um, a Dr. David McClelland, and I um, actually what she references is just a a study that was done at Harvard University, and I did a little bit of research, found out that um, a researcher, Dr. David McClelland, who was uh, one of the pioneers, ground did groundbreaking research in human happiness and human success. 
And one of the studies that he did um, uh, called something a reference group, which is basically the people in your life that you spend the most time with. And uh, his study determined that your reference group determines as much as 95% of your success or failure in life. That is bananas. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So it's basically, you know, the people that you are hanging out with the most, like the quality of your relationships are determining your happiness, your success, your failure. Um, and there's also a motivational speaker who I admit I'd never heard of till recently uh, named Jim Rohn. Um, who's quoted as saying, you can't fly with the eagles if you continue to scratch with the turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is really funny and maybe not, I don't know, I like, I just imagined you hanging out with turkeys. Yeah, I don't understand. Yo, turkey? I don't know why calling someone a turkey is so <laughs> enjoyable. <laughs> it's you. You're the turkey. It's you. Yeah, it's really, like, it, turkey is sort of one of the, the few things you can still call somebody and, like, you know, feel guilt-free about it. Okay. But I also found uh, a quote about Jim Rohn, which I have heard before and we have used before in the podcast, where he talks about how we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So are you hanging out with Iggles like they do in <laughs> Philadelphia? Yeah, that's how they pronounce it in or Western Pennsylvania. Turkeys, Iggles. Yeah. The Iggles. Uh, but we have talked about that before. Of we are an aggregate. We are a, a Voltron-like. Uh, I don't know a cylinder. I don't know. Are we cylinders? Are we people I, cylinders? No, we're not cylinders. I, I should have. <laughs> I should have paid more attention to that. We we but, are basically robots formed by all of the other robots. By right. Smaller robots. Yeah. Right. We That's are Voltron, a composite. There we go. Of all of the oh, things composite. that we consume, and whether that's the five <laughs> the five people we consume. <laughs> This has suddenly become an, uh, an episode about cannibalism. Yeah. We are not just the average of the five people that we spend time with, but we're also the media that we consume, the podcasts we listen to, the passive content we watch on TikTok, who we're inspired by, the food we eat, the drinks, the donations we make, the charities that we spend our time with, the people, like all of these different things come together to create who we are and who we like want to be yeah tanya lee in her podcast um specifically says and i liked it so much i wrote it down uh, she says our environment creates our self-image and our self-image creates our entire lives yeah and you know so basically another way of saying what Catherine just said like all of these things that we're consuming all of the people that we're hanging out all of this media that we're consuming basically forms our opinions of ourselves right and actually in uh, tiny habits of bj fogg who is also a doctor that's right the second doctor yeah. from this episode yeah how many doctors will they reference I on think, this show i think he's maybe the only the second one of oh, us okay. to talk about dr pepper <laughs> Um, no, three. We've referenced three doctors. Three doctors yeah. in this episode. But he t he actually worked with Weight Watchers at one point coming up with habit design. And the the top people at Weight Watchers actually said, I, I don't have the specific quote, but said that it is very difficult for people to keep weight off if they don't change their environments, if they if their environment is full of unhelpful content, whether it's food or people or, you know, just whatever you're consuming, 
which hopefully, again, is not people. Uh, but <laughs> you it, and cannibalism. It, it is. It is very difficult to keep weight off if we don't actually change our food environments. And so on this episode, right now, as you're listening to it, we are going to challenge you to really consider what you're consuming in your life. And going back to Tanya Lee, how can you consciously consume rather than passively just let everything into your life happen around you. And she suggests thinking of your life like your like an empty house, like you've got a pristine, clean, uh, perfectly um, you know manicured house. What are you opening the doors to? What are you opening the windows to? And what are you really allowing in? Are you allowing in, you know, basically muddy boots that yeah. are going to like track dirt everywhere? Or are you going to allow in the uh, the ideas and the people that are going to help you like not just keep the house clean, but actually even make it better. Right. And level up. And for me, I was thinking about junk mail. Uh, we went and saw the Groundlings comedy show a million years ago or yeah. improv show. And there was one uh, skit where a guy was sitting at a beautiful writing desk wearing an ascot and like smoking a pipe. And he was writing correspondence with a feathered pen. And it was like, dear Mazda of, you know, Sherman Oaks. <laughs> Yeah. I appreciate your kind correspondence about a special offer for Labor Day weekend. Your blowout sounds amazing, right. but I decline to whatever. If we responded to every single spam call that we received, junk mail invitation to sign up for a new credit card, every like as seen on TV ad, we would just be filled with garbage. And if we don't filter out content... We're just like suddenly living in a garbage house with trash raccoons instead of actually cultivating and designing an environment that builds us up. Not to say that it isn't nice to respond to like a or like watch a fun cat video, but how are you spending your time and energy? And is it part of the future that you're trying to build for yourself. Yeah, and Tanya Lee uh, says that one of the fastest ways that you can change your life is to consciously consume what you want your life to be. So looking around at the books, TV, social media, et cetera, et cetera, and the people uh, around you, um, you know, you do the have you heard the Marie Kondo thing? Yeah, of like, you know, you hold something and then you ask it if it sparks you joy. Yeah. So the sort of a take on this, um, she says, ask yourself, does this serve me or belong in my future? Well, and that like when I listened to that, I actually played it back two or three times because that really hit me. The idea of that KonMari, does this spark joy? Like does this spatula spark joy? Ugh. Like, and suddenly you don't have any spatulas because it didn't spark joy. Tanya Lee, I almost called her Tanya, which I wouldn't do that because she's Ms. Lee. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, Tanya Lee. There we go. Tanya Lee. Yeah. This is why I'm socially awkward because I don't know how to say people's names. <laughs> is That idea of- That's not the only reason. Of does this serve me is a very good question. And do you see it in your future? Is this something that you want to keep around? Yeah. So if you are looking at 
you know, if you are ordering takeout and sitting on the couch all the time and you are imagining your future and you're saying to yourself, I imagine myself in the future being a fit, active person, you know, maybe then the the takeout and the sitting on the couch constantly should not be in your present. Right. You know, if, if you can't imagine it in your future, maybe you start getting rid of it now. Right. So one thing that she actually said in the podcast was if right now you're drinking, a, you know, a bottle of wine a night is the future that you're creating for yourself. Are you still doing that in the future when you're this like successful, trim, whatever person? Because if you're not, maybe today is the day that you stop doing that. Because we become the kind of people we want to be by doing the things that person does. And that idea of being conscious about what we're bringing into our lives, what we have in our homes, the way we eat, the way we move, do we see that? as a vision for our future, because if not, this is the time to start working on filtering that out. And it's not about like, you know, laser beam eyeball, like every single thing in your house, does it spark joy? Does it, you know, like, do I see this in my future? It's not about getting rid of every single thing in your house in this one spur moment. Yeah, and I don't think it's about becoming the kind of person who does nothing but right. but try and improve themselves. No, no, like, no. Like, yeah. you know, I enjoy watching a cat video as much as the next person. And, <laughs> you know, but it's it's the ideas you're bringing in, the the social media you're consuming. It's really asking yourself, is this thing I'm consuming lifting me up or is it bringing me down? Yeah. And that's the big thing. There are things that are neutral that like, of course, like Donald and I right now are sitting on our couch right now and it's important to be able to sit. So we're not saying don't have a couch in the house. Yeah. And it's important to have fun and it's (laughs) important to have relaxation in your life. And it's important to just like, you know, veg out and watch Netflix sometimes. And passively consume cat videos. Yeah. Or, or like read something that's, that's for fun. But, you know, using myself as an example, I, this isn't directly related to weight loss and fitness, but I, from the time I was about college age, I was basically a news junkie. Yeah. Like, I really thought that in order to, like, that I was serving society best by being as informed as I could be. And I really, like, I consumed as much, like, news information as I could get my hands on for many, many, many years. Like, I would say, you know, a couple of decades probably, or at least, you know, 15 years from that time. And... I eventually found that I was just angry all the time yeah. and upset. And I was just, I would hear these things on the news all the time that would just make me angry and upset. And I would ask myself eventually, is there anything I can do about these things? And the answer was almost always no. And instead, you know, I was just consuming them and filling my head with all of these like angry things that were making me angry and really sort of, you know, torpedoing my own mental health by doing it. So I had to back way off of of the news information that I was trying to consume. And I've reached a much happier balance to that now. But it it's that idea. Like, 
you know, I thought I was doing something that I enjoyed and that was to my benefit, but really it was bringing me down. Right. So we've talked before about our circle of control and influence and things that are outside of our control. And we can decide in this current season of our lives, not forever, not like, oh, well, you know, obviously we we don't ever look at the news anymore. That's not the thing. It's what do I need to prioritize in this season? So as we're looking at the coming months, deciding what you want to cultivate in this season between, you know, and, you know, it's all a societal construct, big calendar telling you pages. <laughs> but like this season, what are you up for? When was the last time you actually challenged yourself to sort of level up? Again, I found that I've been listening to a lot of thrillers and a lot of you know people being murdered by things, which is super fun and it gets me out of my head. <laughs> but I you heard it here first: cannibalism and murder. <laughs> this is what my wife is about. It's super fun. But where are you ready to really look at what you're being influenced by? Is it serving you? Is it upsetting you or is it inspiring you? So really looking at the months ahead and looking at what is in your environment and where you're ready to do a little bit of filtering out of stuff that isn't serving you. So in researching Jim Rohn, the guy who came up with the average of the five people we spend time with, uh, he was an inspirational, motivational speaker. I found an article by Connie Mathers called The Five Lessons on the Average of the Five People You Spend Time With. And she had a number of ideas, five, five is actually the number that she had, um, <laughs> of, of takeaways or things to consider when- Spoiler alert in the title. When yeah. you're- uh, when you're thinking about uh, your surroundings. So her first one was, or her first suggestion was keep your critics around. We don't want people who are just 100% supporting us in like, you're amazing. Everything you're doing is fantastic. No, they're the jerk, not you. We don't want necessarily all people pleasers around us. We want people who are going to challenge our thoughts. A lot of that is sitting, being able to take constructive criticism or listen to podcasts, books, and listen to people who might challenge you and push you out of your boundaries a little bit. It's important to be challenged and not just to say like, well, all I do is see you eating salads. You're like, why aren't right. you losing weight? Like, oh yeah, that's because Which I'm Which used eating. to be me. Like I would have people in my life telling me that all the time. And I'm really not great at taking constructive criticism. It's something that I, uh, I need to work on getting better. But you know, if you're like me, we've all had that friend who is an aspiring writer who like asks you to read something and like everyone in their life just keeps telling them, oh, it's great. It's great. You should keep going when really what the person needs is some constructive criticism that, you know, maybe they need to go in a different direction and or get and, additional training or get additional or, yeah. training like and, and, you know, people aren't aren't brave enough to tell them the right thing. So having people in your life who will give you new ideas and point you in different directions um, is really helpful. Right. So um, I said when I quoted myself in taking notes is we don't just need cheerleaders. We need people who challenge us. Who in your social media environment, in your community, you know, in person or online, who is someone that you aspire to be or are inspired by? And can you have more people who 
challenge you to level up and don't just say like, you're perfect exactly the way you are. Sure, we're all exactly perfect the way we are. I want to say that. <laughs> but but also, we can love ourselves exactly as we are and still be works in progress. Connie Mathers says, the more successful a person becomes, the more likely they are to seek constructive criticism. So that's really big. She says, novices look for validation 100%, and experts seek for areas of improvement. So, yeah, and that, that's a hard pill to swallow, to know that, you know, the best way to grow is actually to it's hard. seek out criticism it's from others. It's really yeah. hard to look for that. So another one she says is consider the company you keep online and in person. Again, she also highlights that online communities are the fastest growing and best way to find people who are going to force you to level up. Maybe your community, maybe you're, you know, you're, you're a stay at home, whatever your work environment, you're not being uh, challenged to level up. But she said that online communities are a great way to level up, which is, hey, we'll place. We only look thin place, our Facebook-based accountability group. We'll talk more about that at the end. But she says that there is a difference between seeking support as a like a therapy of just a place to grouse or unwind or complain. That's not what it's about. She says, look for action focus, which is being challenged and looking for advice and actual ways. If you're just marinating and complaining and, oh, yeah, everything sucks, that's not the same as actually being in a community where people are challenging you. And another way that I look at this one uh, personally from my personal experience is like we have friends who like I really I, they're really good friends. I really enjoy hanging out with them, but their idea of a good time of their like idea of the best time is you usually involves going to a bar and drinking. Yeah. And, or or something involving drinking, which once in a while is a great time, but they like to do it a lot. And I have had to, you know, intentionally distance myself from that and, and choose to very occasionally hang out with these particular people because I know it's going to involve some sort of drinking based activity if, if we go and hang out with them. Exactly. So one of the other things she says is you can't expect to surround yourself with negative people and expect to have a positive life. So again, not that going out drinking is bad, not that sitting on the couch is bad, not that ordering pizza is bad. None of that is bad, but it's how frequently are you engaging in behaviors that aren't suiting your calorie goals, your, you know, nighttime bedtime routines, right. you're leveling up. So part of that is, and a, a suggestion might be, is to enjoy that time with people on a more limited basis. So it's a like, yes, I'll go out for drinks twice a month instead of every single weekend. Yeah. Find find a way to reduce the frequency and the duration of those activities. Because one of the things she says is you can't let your social environment solely depend on how it has been in the past. You've got friends from college or high school or mom groups or whatever, like, you know, Sunday football drinking buddies. 
it is great to have that in your life. But if it's all of your life, that leveling up isn't going to happen. And, and you know, if you would like change in your life, you can't expect change to happen if you don't change anything. Yeah. You know, if you keep if you keep consuming the same ideas, if you keep exposing yourself to the same people, um, it, you're going to end up with the same results over and over again. Exactly. And her final point was, are you someone who is inspiring others? Can you be one of those five influencers that levels someone else up? Maybe you have an experience that you've gone through as a parent or in a struggle or in you know school or work or whatever. How can you be a person who inspires instead of just, you know, like complaining about things? Maybe you've been through something. I mean, heck, we created this podcast. Yeah, exactly. To show other people what is possible. What have you been through as a parent, as a, you know, a, a friend that has forced you to level up? How can you be a resource to someone else? I have joined a lot of Facebook groups to not only be inspired by others, but also to show others what is possible. And it's been really fun for me to like, I want to find other people who inspire me, who show me how it's done, who go like, oh my gosh, I didn't think I could finish college at age 28 because I was too old. Oh wait, other people are doing it too. Like, I didn't think I could be an active person, but finding other influencers online who have a similar body shape, who are just a little bit ahead of me to inspire me. It's not about being Jack LaLanne, uh, to to quote (laughs) the kid, the kid talks that they do now. It's not about- Although I plan on pulling a a truck with my teeth on my 70th birthday. I now know that we have plans. So that is- That is not too far away. No, I'm just being mean. But like, it's not about going from me to Olympian. It's about me going, hey, look, someone else is making this work. Like, and they're maybe they've lost a little bit more weight than me, or they're a few years older than me. Being inspired is much better than seeing content or consuming content that just makes you feel bad for yourself. Like, oh gosh, well, it's obviously too late now. This 20-year-old was able to do a thing, and now I'm almost 50, like it's too late. That's not the inspiration I'm looking for. I'm looking for people who are just ahead of me who can inspire me instead of make me feel bad. And you basically already said it, but you know, one of the reasons I wanted to start this podcast was to show if you and I can do it, really anybody yeah. can. Because I mean, I I can't imagine that there are a lot of people out there that were farther lost than us when it comes to health and fitness, and we managed to consume the right input and turn it around. Yeah. And I'm super proud of us. So it's about, (laughs) yeah, sorry. No, but like we were able to do it with free resources for the most part around us. We didn't necessarily need to join anything or get professional assistance. If you do need professional assistance, please, please seek it. Like it is so important to know what resources are right for you. And also join Walt Place. Yeah. Yeah. Join Walt Place. (laughs) Yeah. No, going it alone worked until we needed to level up and find more support. But before we sort of finish this up, I know we've gone in a lot of different directions. I wanted to give you a couple of practical ideas. If you're just going like Catherine and Donald have given me homework where I have to spend the next four months eliminating all joy. Like that's what I got out of this. Uh, But no, dear listener. Yeah, uh, that's, that's essentially what we said. Yeah. But like, 
this isn't about like analyzing every single thing around you, you know, grabbing every single like baby in the room and saying, baby, do you spark joy? Like I'm not getting useful networking tips from you, baby. So who is grabbing <laughs> babies and asking them if they spark joy? <laughs> but like, okay, I'm just saying, I'm giving that as a big example <laughs> To, uh, to to get everyone's ire up. This isn't about revamping every single second of the next four months, but this is about finding tiny ways, tiny habits and little ways ah, of, of working see, them into your life. I see what you did life. there, tiny habits certified coach. Yeah. So use in between times when you are waiting in a school pickup line or waiting at the gas station or waiting for your food to cook, those in between times where you can't really get a big thing done, maybe this is a time to unsubscribe from emails that stress you out, to unfollow Instagram accounts that might be, you know, stressful or unhelpful. Yeah. Unfollow some influencers that might not work for you, or maybe search a hashtag uh, for some inspo. Do people still hashtag things? I think they do. You can also like Google if you're like, I don't know what to do. This is literally what I did when I was looking for inspirational podcasts. Yeah. I Googled Inspirational Health Podcast is what I Googled, and and I auditioned a few podcasts until I found one that worked for me. But Google type in Inspirational TED Talks, podcasts, books, influencers, like it's as easy as that. Inspirational moms, special need parent, whatever, whatever you're looking for inspiration in, Google it. Uh, yeah, and there's a there's even a lot more available now than there there was five years ago when we started this podcast, or seven years ago when we really started, you know, down the path of losing the weight. Exactly. If you are not inspired by the people around you, search meetups in my area for people in my age group, for single moms, for single dads, whatever it is, look for it. Hiking groups, uh, volunteers, clubs to join, Facebook, uh, like where can you find the people that you want to be like? What can you join? What can you watch that will help you level up? And we're not saying doing it all, but it's like, well, right now I don't have any time for anything. Okay, well, fine. Then just find a TED Talk for someone inspiring and just add that to your life. Just listening to this one podcast episode of uh, of the Tanya Lee podcast inspired me. So see, just one little, it, that was like an 18 minute podcast. We've turned it into 900. (laughs) It is, it is possible. Well, and hopefully you listening to this episode will inspire you to move forward and, and, you know, uh, really consciously consume, uh, what you are consuming. Yeah. And joining a gym, joining a hit class, taking a yoga class, changing the people that you're spending time with. If the people in your family or in your friend group, Group, aren't into self-improvement, aren't into exercise, it's okay to say, hey, you know what? I'm, I, I would love to hang out this weekend, but I'm actually going to take a yoga class. Would you like to join me in that? Do you want to go to the farmer's market this weekend instead of going out drinking? Trying to find small ways to change your environment is going to take a little bit of effort. Another one is, again, with family. If you have people that are energy vampires at work or at home. Oh, yeah. We did an episode called Energy Vampire Diaries. The Woo-hoo! Energy Vampire Diaries, exactly. We're clever. The past us were clever. But 
find ways to disconnect yourself emotionally from people who are draining you. It doesn't have to be like, well, Catherine Donald said I shouldn't hang out with these people anymore. We can't necessarily do that in our lives, but find ways to limit the uh, the the power that they are uh, are maybe taking from you. And then in terms of the content that you're consuming, again, we're not telling you to never look at funny videos online again or not, you know, watch dance videos or whatever, but maybe try to insert a little bit of inspiration into your day in a way that you haven't in a while. So for me, one of the tiny habits that I have is, oh my gosh, I'm listening to this great, you know, audiobook that someone's about to be murdered or someone was is the murderer. I don't know who's murdering what. <laughs> But it takes two. It takes two <laughs> you to need murder. A murderer and a victim. Yeah. <laughs> um, but instead of saying like, "Oh gosh, now I've got to listen to an inspirational thing," like that sounds annoying. What I do is I do the one-way rule or I have a policy of, you know what, one way while I'm driving to the grocery store, I'll listen to an inspirational podcast. And on the way home, I'll listen to uh, MC Hammer, maybe, if I just want to not be able to touch this. (laughs) Or I'll I'll listen to the audiobook that I – Oh, my God. If you just want to not be able to touch this. (laughs) Sorry, I watched a funny video, a Gen X video no, about. No, that was pretty good. Did I, you know I that Gen, that Gen Z kids are changing, are like doing TikTok videos to "Can't Touch This" by MC Hammer, no. and they're doing it like literal, like you can't touch this, like, and they're moving their oh hand. My God. It's not okay. Oh, that like I usually I'm not this guy, but what's wrong with the younger generation? Yeah, no, no that's not okay. And it was an. Ama- <laughs> I'll show it to you afterward. Amazing right. video of the woman actually showing people how to do the MC Hammer dance because it is sacred, and you can't not just touch this. Anyway, it's fine. It's good. But like do a one way. On the way there, I'm going to, you know, for 20 minutes, I'll listen to something inspirational. On the way back, I'll listen to something fun. While I'm scrolling the internet at night, if if you've got 30 minutes before bed, spend the first two or three minutes reading an inspirational book, listening to an inspirational podcast, and then go over to Candy Crush or, you know, Mario Kart or whatever it is you do. Yeah, bed. the Mario Candy. Yeah, the Mario Candy. But just decide that, and, and this, this goes for you too, Donald, and for me too. You're like, I don't have any time to read. You know what? Take two minutes to read and then play the games on the phone. Yeah. Just carve out a little bit of time for a little bit of inspiration. Because for me, I become the kind of person I want to be by doing the things that person does. And I realized, again, that I was listening to nothing but audiobooks and fun podcasts and not anything to enrich my uh, my weight loss and fitness goals. So we have the opportunity to step back and really decide is this who we want to be? We say it is important for us to focus on our physical and mental health. We say it's important to level up our, our you know, our, our, our food plan, pump up the volume, that kind of thing. Are we actually exhibiting behaviors of a person who cares about their health? And just consciously deciding, I am going to spend a little bit of time on the fun stuff, like the, you know, the bubblegum popcorn candy type activities. But also I'm going to prioritize a little bit of engagement in activities that challenge me to level up because we're going to blink and it's going to be 2024. And we're going to wonder like, where did the time go? We have time right now before the new year 
to level up, to decide what we're going to design in our lives instead of passively consume. And it is a challenge for me, especially now, Donald, it is going to be football season in America soon. Yes, and I'm going to consciously consume all of it. (laughs) All of it. And he's decided that this season is his fantasy football uh, podcast season. He will not be listening to any audiobooks. Yeah, I, uh, I, anyway, yes, you just said it. I, <laughs> during football season, I only listen to NFL related content on my podcast. It is. But for me, I realize, and I, I will not ask the question of Donald of, so what has this episode taught you about yourself? I will just ask it about myself. I honestly realized that I had gotten passive about listening to inspirational books and podcasts. So I am going to make an effort to download, and I actually just did, a new inspirational book that I can listen to at least some of the time when I'm driving our daughter to and from school. So it's not about just eliminating the fun books. I'm going to start doing that because I need to be challenged and I need to remember what is important to me because I ha- we have a podcast that is supposed to inspire people. And the more I listen to and am inspired, the more I can inspire our dear listeners. Yes, indeed. And thank you so much, uh, dear listeners, for listening to this. If you have just listened to this episode, which I think you have, uh, then you're already uh, consciously consuming things that will help uh, enrich your life. We are grateful to each and every one of you, and uh, thank you so much. If you would like more of our content, it is all available on all of the major podcast platforms and also anytime on our website at weonlylookthin.com. Yep, and if you are at weonlylookthin.com, you can click on that link for join our support group to find out more about Wolt Place. We Only Look Thin Place is our Facebook-based accountability group for women. We are not a weight loss plan, but we are a safe place for accountability, check-ins, Zoom meetings, and thinking differently, being challenged about the way you think about your weight loss efforts. We have two subscription options, a monthly option with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if Wolt Place is right for you. And it is a challenge to know sometimes whether we just want to be supported and acknowledged or actually be challenged and to have our ideas challenged. Um, It is something that I still work on because even after so many years, of maintenance, I promise you, I am still tracking. I am still looking at ways to improve my mindset and stay accountable myself. So I am an active part. I'm not just the leader. I'm a, I'm a user too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Wolf Place is really a great place. You know, uh, we had mentioned online groups uh, earlier in the show. It really is a place where you can go and challenge yourself and really find those people who are going to constructively criticize you to push you to the next level. Yeah. And if you also just are like, I had a bad day and want a cat gif, then we have those too. So that yeah. we so also both, have those both. too. Yeah. So, uh, so check it out. And also, you can check us out on social media. Uh, Speaking of uh, social media that you want to see in your future, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at We Only Look Thin. 
Or you can send us an email if you have a question, if you have compliments, if there's an episode you'd like to see us do that uh, if there's a topic we haven't talked about in a while or a topic we haven't addressed at all, uh, reach out to us via email. You can do that at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Yep, and if you have a couple of extra minutes and can head over to Apple Podcasts, please, please, please leave us a rating and a review. Not only does it let us know that what we're doing matters, that the content that we're putting out matters, that we're barreling down on our 300th episode. Uh, How many years have we been doing this? Five years? Six years? Five and a half years? Yeah, it'll be almost six years. Six years in January? Yeah. It lets us know that what we're doing each week really does matter. So um, it, it helps us let us know that what we're doing matters. We would truly appreciate it. Yes, we would. And another thing we would appreciate is if you could just tell somebody about the show. Uh, word of mouth is really one of the best ways, uh, one of the most successful ways in which the show grows. Uh, people in your life trust your opinion. When you say something is good, they are likely to check it out. And also, uh, if you're on uh, an online group, uh, if you're in a Reddit group, a Discord server, a Facebook group, something like that, and uh, you know it comes up and you give us a shout out, that really helps get the word out about the show and really helps people to find our content and we would be grateful. Yeah, we sure would. So if this episode has left you wondering if Donald is up in the air soaring with eagles or (laughs) down on the ground lurking with turkeys. Oh, I'm lurking with turkeys. (laughs) Just remember that Donald and I are an An inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.